Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 416. And now, introducing Gary V. Jab, 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 right hook, prepare to ignite. In need of some motivation, we've got you covered seven days a week. Join John Lee Dumas and today's Entrepreneur on Fire. Dozens of designers are waiting for you over at 99designs to work on your project right now. In just seven days, you'll have several designs to choose from. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. I work from multiple computers. Thanks to Carbonite, I can seamlessly access all my files from any device. Go to Carbonite.com for a free trial and use the offer code FIRE to get two free months when you decide to buy. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary, are you prepared to ignite? I am prepared. John, I'm always prepared to ignite. (laughs) That, my friend, is the truth. Gary is first and foremost a storytelling entrepreneur. He is also a New York Times bestselling author and his digital consulting agency, VaynerMedia, works with Fortune 500 companies to develop digital and social media strategy and content. Business Week selected Gary as one of the top 20 people every entrepreneur should follow and CNN voted him as one of the top 25 tech investors on Twitter. He lives in New York City where he avidly roots for the New York Jets. I've given our listeners just a little overview, Gary, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of what you have going on right now. Long before entrepreneurship was the thing to be, I've been doing it my whole life. When it was not popular to be a bad student, I was, you know, and so (laughs) I've been I've been selling stuff forever. I I grew up in a very immigrant lifestyle. I was born in the former Soviet Union, um, grew up in my dad's family liquor business, um, grew that wine business by launching an e-commerce site in 1996 wine library, winelibrary.com, started a wine show on, uh, on um, YouTube in 2006 called Wine Library TV that got me somewhat internet famous, um, started using Facebook and Twitter in 2007 to build that show, used that to kind of build my brand, wrote a book called Crush It in 2009 that got kind of big, and uh, that started me as being somebody who talked about business, not just wine that kind of led to the way most people know me now um, and uh, and then started an agency with my brother in 2009. We'd grown from 25 to 300 people in the last two years, so we're exploding. Um, we're in two New York Times bestselling books. This is going to be the third one, I'm convinced. Absolutely. I'm an angel investor, so I've done a lot of investing. I've done quite well with Twitter and Tumblr and Uber and Birchbox and things of that, you know, Buddy Media, Wildfire. So, um, I'm an entrepreneur, my man, you know, I'm hustling. You know, one thing I would tell everybody who's listening is I bet on my strengths, not my weaknesses. I don't work on my weaknesses. Um, I think it's a waste of time. I think it's on going on the defense. Uh, I'm always on the offense and, uh, I know what I'm good at and I triple quadruple down on it. So Gary, you're always on the offense. You've always been an entrepreneur and your books crush it in the thank you economy have launched many, many entrepreneurial careers and inspired mine in a lot of ways. So your current book, Jab, 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 Right Hook, that's what we're here to talk about today. It's 
a great book for any entrepreneur, for any entrepreneur, sidepreneur, small business owner, all of which make up Fire Nation, your audience here today. Share that with Fire Nation now. So listen, Fire Nation, uh, <laughs> here's where this comes from. I really thought that Thank You Economy was going to be the last book I wrote until I wrote a book called How I Bought the Jets, right? The Gary Vaynerchuk story. I really, truly felt that I was done writing. Crush It was such a big hit. It was the right thing to say at the right time. Thank You Economy kind of rounded it out and finished my thought on what I thought was going on in this world. And so I felt good. And, and really, I was tired and two books in three, four years and you know, the agency was exploding. I'm like, I'm busy. There's no book needing to be written. And then all of a sudden, VaynerMedia was really exploding. And I realized it's because I understood how to really sell stuff on social media, how to get results. And then I realized, wait a minute, the best people around social media, they only throw jabs. And then the 98% that sucks, that only wants to sell, they're only throwing right hooks. The reason I'm being successful is I've found the mix, right? And so... I basically understood that and basically woke up one day and said, holy crap, this is a formula. This is a sweet science, hence the boxing. If you know anything about boxing, it's known as a sweet science. I've kind of got a good understanding on how to make this happen. And people are just really struggling to figure out what to do. You know, I've got to put this out. I want to own this. It was selfish. I want to own this conversation of content. It's all about the content. It's understanding the context of where to put the content. It's about respecting the platforms individually. There's much more science and data to this stuff than people give credit to. There's also an intellectual aspect to the creative that a lot of people are underestimating. And I've got to put this out to really remind everybody that, you know, that I have leadership points of view on this stuff. And it was time to write the first social media 201 book. All the social media books are 101. And Gary, one thing about this book that I'm pretty obsessed with right now is the beauty. This is one of those books you really have to buy the hard copy for because it's color photos, this glossy pages. It's really a work of art. And I know you worked hard for that because you're all about branding. And within Jab, 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 Right Hook, you break down pretty much every social media platform and what big brands are doing right and what smaller brands are doing right, as well as what everybody's doing wrong. And I want to focus on the wrong first. You mentioned a couple that really stuck out to me, Subaru, Air Canada, but I would like for you to kind of jump in here and maybe pull out a couple examples of how some big companies are doing social media wrong and share that with Fire Nation and give them a little taste of what they have in store. So since I know a nice percentage of the nation is going to get the book, I'm not going to bore anybody with the 86 case studies that are in the book, right? Right. You know, knowing that I'll probably put them out eventually and they'll be in slide shares and Apparently people pick up the book. I want to go deeper. I want to go theoretically instead of, because you're going to see, you know, I mean, I don't, John, I know that you just got the book, so I don't know how deep you went through it, but like, I'm excited that I got to make fun of little Wayne in it, you know, Yes. even though I love Wheezy. Here are the things that people do wrong. I would tell you that I'm completely convinced that the far majority of the FN, as I like to call you guys, the Fire Nation, that the far majority of the FN that's listening right now looks at social networks as distribution. They think that, John, I'll, I'll listen, I've looked at some of your stuff. Listen, I do it too. We're all at fault here. We use Twitter and Facebook to link to the podcast or to the wine store or to my book. 
instead of realizing we need to do creative, we actually have to make pictures and videos and infographics and animated GIFs to post in there that drive awareness towards it. Meaning, we are looking at social networks as modern day email services that are linking out to things instead of understanding that they're modern day magazines and TV networks that we actually have to storytell within them, not just use them to drive traffic to something else. I mean, that gives me shivers and it also just makes me want to write an email to my virtual assistants right now who I know are sending out tweets. They're doing that exact thing you're saying not to do. So I don't know how if you follow me on Facebook or if you've ever seen this. You noticed about six months ago that I started putting out my quotes, but they were pictures on Facebook. Yeah, I did. That stuff is doing 8,000 times better than when it was just (laughs) written in a text or linked to where I said it in a blog post or a video because the pictures are actually created with Facebook in mind. And there's specific sizes. I know that 400 by 209 is really what people need to focus on when they're actually trying to really make it for something like Facebook. Or you even dive into Instagram and Pinterest quite a bit because you're all about the visual now and the branding. And And it's the psychology, right? Like one of the best case studies in Instagram was the Gansevoort Hotel that has a picture of the beach at Turks and Caicos where whether they photoshopped it or it happened naturally – The sun and the water on the beach created this heart and then they posted it in a way that when you double tap the photo because you like it, the heart that you get from Instagram goes in line with the heart from the beach and that makes you go, huh, that was cute, which reinforces the brand. Right, John, listen, people are going to listen to this interview and you and I are both going to say something that somebody on the other end is going to go, oh, that was clever. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's smart. It's really, it doesn't take a lot to mean something, right? Like I may say one thing here that makes somebody who's been watching me somewhat say, wait a minute, I need to dig deeper on this guy. And all it was was one little sentence. Same thing on these platforms. That little move by the Gansevoort, this is the weirdest thing. It's led to me liking that brand more. There's a rapper that I invested in who's doing an event now and he emailed about four hotels and I said, pick the Gansevoort. Now I'm sitting here questioning whether because of that moment, am I telling him to do that? I mean, that's business at the highest of psychology level. Gary, I have done a pretty deep dive into jab, 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 right hook thus far. And one of the major themes I keep pulling out from it is one thing that brands are doing wrong consistently is they're not actually sharing their brand itself within the image, within the post that they're doing. And you give some great examples about that. One that I love, because I'm a football guy and you are too, is the KitKat, the super break image, where they actually utilize KitKats to write out Roman numerals in football. Yeah. It's incredible. That actually would have been one of the best case studies in the whole book. There was one problem. They posted it at six o'clock in the morning Eastern. The 49ers were in that Super Bowl. They posted that piece of content while it was three o'clock in the morning in San Francisco. If there is an hour in America where everybody is actually sleeping, it is three to four a.m. And I went with the dramatic pause there, John, because that to me is insane. Being in San Diego, I know that I was asleep at 3 a.m. <laughs> Gary, I definitely missed that post, which I would have liked shared with my community and loved. And there's one phrase that I want to touch upon right now that just to me struck that chord. And it was that one phrase that I know that I'll always take away from this book and from what you said that will always resonate with me. It's kind of a long one, but I really want you to do a deep dive because I think it says so much about what you're creating with this book. And that's content is king. 
Context is God, and then there's effort. They are the holy trinity for winning on Facebook, Twitter, and any other platform, and even for winning in any business. Can you speak to this? This is the reason I'm going to buy the New York Jets, right? <laughs> I, I put out good content. Like I either sell the, you know, great wines at the right price. I either write good books. I, I give good keynotes. I give good interviews for podcasts. I, I put out good stuff on social networks that are worth following, sharing, all that. Or I, I, I'm great at context. I give a different talk to students than I do CMOs and CFOs. I'm giving a different one here because I, I want to make sure that everybody's listening is we're talking a lot about brands, but John, you did a good job setting it up at first. There's a lot of small business examples in this book. There's individual entrepreneurs slash celebrities in this book. I wrote this book with the mind of anybody could read it and get value out of it. So I, I, I respect context. I when I, The reason I'm good at YouTube, the reason I'm good at Facebook, Twitter is because I do different things on them, right? You know, I respect them. Right now, hump day is trending on on Twitter, if I'm going to tweet something, I'm going to use that hashtag, but I'm not going to use it just randomly tacking it on at the end because that's spam. I'm going to try to creatively figure out how to use it, right? Um, and so I respect the context of the room that I'm in. If it's an all guys, 18-year-old, I'm going to I'm gonna make certain kind of jokes. If it's all 45-year-old mothers, I'm going to make different kinds of jokes. I respect context, but most of all, my man, most of all, and you know this, J.D., Effort is the thing that matters most. Let me explain. I'm going to be on the New York Times bestselling list with this book no matter what. I'm going to be on Pierce Morgan the day it comes out. I'm going to be on NPR. I was on, I'm on the cover of Inc. I had a three-page article in the, in the New York Times last weekend. Um, I've, got, I've got years of community that I've built, and yet here I am still hustling, reaching out to young hustlers like yourself that are making new things happen, some that have been inspired by Crush It themselves, and I'm putting in the 15 and 30 minutes worth of work. And listen, I'm busy as balls, John. Yep. I, I'm as busy as it gets. I mean, today my day is six is 6.47 a.m., uh, a, a call until 1 a.m. I have meetings every minute, every minute, every minute. No lunch, you know, every minute. Yet, even in all that insanity, all this new business for VaynerMedia, all this going on, all the national press, the you know David Ramsey, the, the all the big stuff, I equally want to put in the effort to your nation because I'm still willing to put in the effort because I believe in it. And so I don't ever and never will and am incapable of ever quote unquote selling out and only doing big things because it's quote unquote not worth my time. That will never be me. That can't be me. And I think it's a enormous backbone to my success because I know that there's hundreds of people listening right now that never heard of me, kind of heard of me, have a weird taste, haven't really figured me out yet. And I hope through this hustle interview and like very honestly, the equity you have with them, um, I know I wrote a great book. It's worth my hustle. And so, yeah, man, effort. It's all about effort, Gary, and you are right. As the host of Entrepreneur on Fire, I have over now 400 episodes where I have been hustling seven days a week, putting out one of these podcasts every single day. So I have earned the sweat equity, and now I'm passing it along to you because you're someone that I know, like, and trust, and I want to have you come and share with my community that now numbers over 450,000 unique downloads every single month in over 145 countries of entrepreneurs, Gary, of people that want to hear from you because you're the inspiration. You're the one that's out there putting in this 
content, this context and the effort. And it's just great for me to see the ladder that I'm still climbing to get towards. And it's incredibly powerful for the listeners to really see you just break it down and take the time out of your day to talk to us. And on that note, Gary, I'm not going to take a minute more of your time than I'm allotted here. So how many more minutes do we have? Because I have at least one more question I just want you to crush. Yeah, I've got some more time, brother. I've got another 10 minutes. I really wanted to jam in here. So go ahead. You're the best. So you use the phrase, all companies are media companies. And I've seen a lot of transition, even in the last year and a half that I've been fully focused with Entrepreneur on Fire in the podcasting world, blog world's gone to new media expo and just other things are transitioning and sliding. Can you speak to this for our listeners right now? So listeners, nation, I like that. Um, I, uh, I think every one of you and every one of your businesses is a media company. I feel that the cost of creating media is zero. John, to be a radio station 20 years ago, would have had to spend millions of dollars on satellites, infrastructure, licensing, buildings, equipment, and people to do exactly what we're doing now for free. I mean, John, do you understand the insanity of what you and I are doing now that it's zero cost to produce this? Zero cost is pure insanity. This is going to be listened to in over 145 countries within five minutes of it being released. And the emails and the lies is going to change is going to be so powerful for so many levels, Gary. And Let's take it back, right? And, and uh, thank you. And, I, and I'm flattered that you would put that kind of intensity on the content. But here's <laughs> the truth, John. The distribution of this media is going to cost us zero too. I mean, it's insane. And so what I mean by that is once everybody wakes up and realizes, wait a minute, I can produce content and I can distribute content at a very low cost, call it zero, of course you can apply ads, of course you can do other things, so you can spend money, and it does take up time, and time is money, respect. However, the truth is, this change is gonna make everybody realize, wait a minute, I need to do this. I need to either put out content on social networks, I either need to start a podcast, I need to start a video blog, I need to start a blog, I need to start a cartoon network, whatever it may be, they're going to realize that if they are not producing content, they are not relevant. And so everybody is in the media business. The big company that's doing it well right now is Red Bull. Red Bull is creating events, Mountain Dew with their Dew Tour. This is being a media company, right? Yeah. So that's what's going on. Everybody's going to do it. John, you, by being a media company first, by this having this podcast, you have now created opportunities for you to sell other things, whether it's books, courses, seminars, T-shirts. Who knows? Look, I became a media company as a wine show, and that gave me the springboard to become a business expert, a real left turn in a lot of ways, right? So it doesn't have to be that obvious. You could do anything. John, you could start a bubblegum business off the base of this business. So I think that's what I'm obsessed with. I want every entrepreneur to understand that if every one of them slept for an hour less every day and executed, and, and here's John. Now, John, you read Crush It, and I know that was an inspiration in some ways yes. earlier. Did you read Thank You Economy? Absolutely. Great. So now that you've gotten the third book, and I, this, is, this is my question to you because you're one of the first people I'm talking to that actually has gotten a book. As somebody who's read the other two books, which was more of a philosophy and kind of almost like a keynote and like an education, the fact that I took this book and made it more of a utility, do you realize, like, do you see the very big difference between this and the other two? Like, I'd like to hear from you for a minute for, let's say, the 10 to 50% that are listening that do know me and do know the other books. And very honestly, I'm being selfish now. I'm flipping the interview around. But I'd like to get your POV. 
Gary Vanderchuk flipped this interview. I couldn't be more excited to chat about this because I have done a deep dive into this. Nathan sent me out the book. I got it. I was excited. I went into it and I saw right away these 86 case studies that you've done that are so applicable immediately to my business. What I loved about Crush It and I loved about the thank you economy was a mindset. It helped out in so many ways of getting going. These are actual principles that I can apply right now today. Every single page I'm bookmarking, I'm highlighting, I'm taking pictures of with my phone so then I can actually email my virtual assistant in the Philippines to start applying these principles right now. These are things that huge brands are spending millions of dollars doing wrong and other brands are spending millions of dollars in doing things right. And so we can avoid those mistakes that you so eloquently and sometimes harshly point out that they're doing wrong. And then at the same time, take those things that they're doing right and immediately make it part of our marketing plan. So we're getting millions upon millions of dollars of this free advice from these massive brands that are doing things both right and wrong and then you're dissecting it and sharing with us why they're right and wrong and us saying, oh, now that resonates with me and with my brand. Now let me apply this and do things right. And there's that's why the book is powerful to me, Gary, is because it's something that I can take right now as an entrepreneur, as a media company with a business and apply today right now. Yeah, to me, that's it, right? Like to me, I wrote this book because for anybody that's followed everything that I've done, this book still is massively valuable because it's the first time I've ever gotten this tactical with how I think about it and what I do. Just great stuff, Gary. And we're going to break in to thank our sponsors. We recently started a new community at Entrepreneur on Fire called Podcasters Paradise. After we decided on the content and the platform we were going to use, we started thinking about a new logo. So where do we go? To 99designs.com slash fire, of course. 99designs is the number one marketplace for crowdsourced graphic design. Once we signed up, we had dozens of designers that worked on our logo, and in just seven days, we walked away with a design we absolutely loved. Here's how it works. Tell 99designs what you need. Dozens of designers from their community will submit quality designs created just for you. Give the designers your feedback to help them refine their designs and then select and pay for your favorite. It's really that easy. You can start your next graphic design project for as low as $199 and get a $99 power pack of services for free today by going to 99designs.com slash fire. One of the most important things I've learned along my journey as an entrepreneur is that you have to find ways to stop working in your business and instead find ways to implement systems, software, and processes that will allow you to work on your business. One major thing that kept me working in my business in the beginning was constantly worrying about my audio files. I record several episodes in advance and I knew if I lost any one of those audio files, it would be gone forever. Since I have a daily podcast, I'm sure you can imagine this was a major stress point for me. When I found Carbonite, I found software that could help. Now, I never worry about losing my audio files because Carbonite automatically backs them up for me all the time. Stop worrying about your files. They're safe with Carbonite. Go to Carbonite.com for a free trial and use the offer code FIRE to get two months free when you buy. That's Carbonite.com offer code FIRE. Gary, when you first came on EO Fire, we were about one-tenth the size, and I'll always be thankful that you came on the show 
and shared your journey because that's what Entrepreneur on Fire is most of the time, which is why when Nathan reached out to me and said, John, we want to do this in front of Fire Nation, jab, 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 right hook, I said, absolutely, I will clear my schedule for Gary because I know that he came to Entrepreneur on Fire back at the beginning. And the question, Gary, that we always ask and that you gave one of the most eloquent answers to, and I want to just rehash it real quick, the most popular question that we have is the $500 question where if you woke up in a brand new world, you knew nobody, but you still had all your knowledge and skills, what would you do? And your answer, Gary, was you would create a video saying, what the heck am I doing in this new world? And you're like, that would go viral. It was one of my favorite answers to this day of over 400. And it's so powerful because that's how you think. It was an instant answer on your part. So let me kind of change the question just slightly now because so many listeners, Gary, are going to take jab, 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 right hook, and they're going to want to apply those principles to their company. What would you do if you weren't Gary Vaynerchuk, but you had all the knowledge and you were just starting out? What are some things you would do to take advantage of the fact that all companies now are media companies? So now, I understand where you're asking this question. I'll go even more detailed. Here's what you need to do if you decide to get this book, and you either are one of two things. You can actually make change in somewhat of a sizable company, and what I mean by that is five people or more, right? Where it's more than one person, right? So if, if you want to take this book and you want to make change within the organization, and let's call it five or more people, you need to go to the people that are making the final decision if you're not that person. And you need to basically say, listen, we need to create content on a daily basis to where our customer is. And that might be Pinterest because you're focused on females 30 to 45. You know, it might be Tumblr because you're selling to 15 to 20 year olds that are cool. It could be in a million different places. But to make it practical and to be able to afford it, you need to audit everything you do and you need to basically cut 20% of the dumb that you do day in and day out, out of your world. The things that you're doing that you are just normal habits that aren't bringing business results. If you cut that out and then you apply it to doing the stuff I wrote about in this book, you will win, period. Number two, if you're a solopreneur, if you're a one-man show, if you're a one-woman engine, Here's what you need to do. You need to look yourself in the mirror and do the same exact thing and need to realize either you need to sleep one hour less because you're going for it. If you're an entrepreneur, you're going for it. And I don't want to hear about six and seven hours of sleeping. If you want to change your life and win, five is good too. People do it, right? And so do that and add that extra hour to instead of mailing in that tweet or mailing in that Facebook post, learn Photoshop. On, on some sort of tutorial, Skillshare or one of these sites if you're because you've got nobody else. So you need to learn how to do Photoshop so you can make these pretty pictures so that when you post something, I mean, John, you have to do this. When you're promoting your shows, no more just a link on, hey, at Gary V is going to be on the show. Here's a link on Twitter. Twitter now shows pictures. Take a picture of my face. Take a picture of your face. Put a quote from this article. Whatever the best thing I said was, put the quote in. Maybe this big thing that you branded, this $500 question, maybe every time somebody answers it, you take the extra 30 minutes and you put their answer into a picture, make it a quote card and post it. That will get shared way more because people share pictures a thousand times more than they do text. Gary, anybody that's listening to this right now and is actually jogging, they need to realize that they just ran a four-minute mile because that's what Gary Vaynerchuk does. He fires you up. I mean, I want to go do a thousand things right now that I know that I'm doing wrong. And that's the value out of this podcast. That's the value out of jab, 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 right hook, Gary. You're bringing actions right now that we can do to make our social media, our brand, everything we do in this media world better. Very honestly, I appreciate that. And I'm looking at your 
I'm looking at, you know, one thing that you probably thought, John, is you've got this, I'm looking at your Facebook right now. Okay. Excuse me, your Twitter. You've got this cool logo, right? Are you putting that logo in your Facebook post? Maybe, maybe not, right? The thing that you probably picked up on, right? So that's important, right? And then, you know, your latest post from 48 minutes ago is, you know, income report for October. Check it out, wins, losses, lessons learned. And now I'm clicking it. And so now I'm on entrepreneuronfire.com slash the income thing. And here's the report, right? And you've got this picture with you and Lewis House, who's always looking in good shape and all this stuff. And you've got this <laughs> nice little blog post, right? And it's actually freaking long. You're, you're putting in the work, right? And I'm looking and I'm looking and there's a lot here, right? And there's some sort of call to action, the free ebook. You got a lot of comments. You're hustling, right? Good. Great job. Here's the problem slash the opportunity. If you would have created an original piece of content for this Twitter post 48 minutes ago, and you would have been more clever with your copy and somehow figured out how to use the hump day uh, trending topic in it, right? You know, you, you know, something like, you know, our, our October income report is here. Forget about hump day. It's, you know, it's income day, right? Like, listen, super, like, that wasn't my best effort, but it wasn't crap either. And then there was a picture that was, you know, in the size of how it is on Twitter, you would have gotten dramatically more people to click to this place. Wow, Gary. I don't know if it's a dream come true to have you picking apart my social media on Entrepreneur on Fire or if it's a nightmare, but I'll tell you what, it's a dream come true. I have no doubt because this is how we get better, Fire Nation. This is how we actually get out there and make waves. And Gary, I'm just honored that you've taken the time to check out what I have going on and that you've taken the time to share with Fire Nation the incredibleness that you share within Jab, 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 Right Hook because, man, I'm going to start reading that book right now from page one again because I just want to keep bringing in all this great stuff that you're kicking out. And what I want to do, Gary, because I know our time's coming to an end, just take the stage now and share with Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, a call to action, and then we'll say goodbye. I promise you that if you care very much about the next five years of your life, the last five years of your life will be much happier. Let me explain. The number one thing, and I'm spending a lot of time with old people, I'm obsessed with old people. The number one thing that makes old people unhappy is regret of not doing things. Nothing else. Not the lack of money, not the, not even, insanely enough, not even family time. Like the number one thing that upsets them in the world is the regret of not doing something because they can't go back and take that swing at the bat. That one less hour of sleeping, that I'm gonna do this all the time and live at my parents' house because I don't care because I have to do this 24 hours a day instead of part-time after work. Or like quitting the softball team or playing a little less Xbox so you can work on your business or your execution. I highly recommend, and I know that if you're listening to this, you've got that kind of DNA, please promise me that you make a five-year mental commitment of doing as much of the kind of things that you know that you'll regret if you don't do because you will have a dramatically happier life. Gary, give Fire Nation one call to action right now. Fire Nation, I want to know more of you. So Gary V-E-E, it's the one, Twitter is the one place that I will definitely see it. It's at G-A-R-Y-V-E-E, at Gary V. Just say hi. I'd like to get to know you. Um, 
And then, you know, I don't know, buy 7,000 copies. That's what I'm looking for. Forget this one or two copies or three or four. I'm looking for 7,000 copy orders. You know what, John? I, I'm still doing the barter stuff and the, and the packages. I'd love if there's a way for you to link out to that or show people about that because the 30 and 60 book packages that a lot of people are buying for the companies where I'm making videos or spending 10 minutes with them have been really valuable. I can, I can see this audience really taking advantage of that. So, I don't, you know, if you take a look at that, that would, that would mean something to me. Absolutely, Gary. And I will get on the horn with Nathan and we will link that up on the show notes page, which Fire Nation is trained so well to go to, Gary, at eofire.com. Just type in the word Gary in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up. And Gary, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, JD. Stay well, Nation. A community where fellow podcasters can exchange reviews, ideas, and the latest tips and tactics. An ever-growing library of incredible video tutorials going over everything from editing to sponsorships to iTunes SEO. Private webinars where industry experts share their tips and tactics. Where is this wonderful place, you might ask? Podcastersparadise.com is the answer. Head on over there today to find out more. That's podcastersparadise.com. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 